Well, it looks like. <laughs> looks like my time clock. Time clocked out there for a second. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the 15 Minute Rev. I'm Dr. Missy Hood. If you're looking at the Margaret Rowe theme behind me, I want to thank Margaret Rowe for sponsoring us. I gave it, um, I'm giving it all to Christ first, but uh, also I always want to be thankful of our sponsors. And so I just thought today we'd do things a little bit differently. And I wanted to always be appreciative of uh, Margaret and uh, for what she helps the ministry to do. Um, phenomenal, phenomenal help, but denom just a dynamic Christian. If you haven't checked out her stuff, go over to margaretrow.com and check her stuff out. This is just a blippet of what she designs, but she was 2019 Designer of the Year in L.A. She walks the red carpet, has been to several Oscar events, and she dresses the stars. Actually, she actually is used to dress the stars. And so these are some of her bridal things that she does. She also does a lot of trunk shows and things like that and uh, travels around the California area to help dress beautiful brides. And so she's got some beautiful stuff. You need to go check it out. MargaretRow.com. I want to thank you again. I didn't put any of our other sponsors up, but I will give lip service to it and tell them, uh, thank you. It's uh, Smack Talk Radio as well as Faith Clicks. We want to always thank you guys for supporting us and staying with us. And so welcome to the 15-Minute Rev. Uh, if you found yourself wanting to go kaput with where we're at right now, you can't quit. You can't quit if you want to go out and through. And I think this is part of the testing. Oh, wow. It did go on there, didn't it? Hold on. Let me move that off because that's just distracting. We'll move that off. Sorry about that. Um, let you see all of her beautiful stuff. I'm sorry about that. But anyway, um, we're at a real critical juncture right now as a nation. And um, everything is occurring as it should be. Um, I know that when we get to this part of the test, especially this year in particular, that um, everybody is super tired. They're absolutely exhausted trying to figure out um, what to do next. And they're not really understanding the process. That's what I've found, at least. <clears throat> and if you didn't know anything about C2, C2 is the hardest part of the year. But um, it's because we're dealing with strange fire. And so if you haven't gotten free from yourself, you're not going to go higher. I'm not trying to rhyme. It's the way it's coming out. Um, but this is the place we're now entering into in the kingdom where God is demanding we get cleaned up and we start doing things his way if we're going to come back to the ancient of days. And so, but God is demanding that we start cl getting cleaned up and we start getting free from ourselves and from the things that we have been denying, denying, denying for years before. And God's like, I'm not denying it anymore. It's in my face, says the Lord. You can't come near a God of grace with the way that you behave. Some of you behave. And so I'm not here to judge anybody. I don't want anybody getting bent over the fact that I'm just speaking the truth that God said to me. If you can't handle the truth, then you're not going to be able to come nearer to a holy God because he is all truth. And so don't expect me to come. Don't expect me to comply to your dysfunction. I won't do it. I'm going to be true to who God made me to be. I'm only saying what he told me to say. And so this is what you can expect if you want to come nearer to Yahweh. This is what's near the heart of God. If you're coming near to the ancient of days, he's saying, get cleaned up. It's time to grow up as the bride of Christ and show up so that I can help 
uh, install you into your new place. And so what's the title for you today? It's called the 15 minute rev overcoming your emotions, Ruben, overcoming your emotions and moving through the fire. I'm going to get into that here in a second. So you can go higher as we come towards the ninth of off. Okay. That's a major key, major key for going out and through is the ninth of off. Have you gotten free from you? Um, the one thing I'm going to talk to you about today too is Reuben. You're going to be talking through the tribe of Reuben today. And I'm going to let Reuben kind of speak through me, if you will, to you to help you understand what's so easily besetting you. Because what gets us and pulls us out of the spirit of God is our emotions. Guys, can you start praying against the witchcraft? They're already starting. Just hammer down. So, and this is something too, we're not budging off of. We're not budging off of the truth. We will not do it. And so if if you're one of these types of people that you're thinking you're going to prove something to God, knock yourself out. You're not fighting me. You're fighting him. But I'm going to say what he said. And and we're not here to, to fit into a clique. We're not here to fit into any grouping. We're just here to obey the Lord. And so anybody who wants to jump on board and you want to, you're tired of things being the way that they've been, and you're tired of wasting your, your time and in the time that God's placed you within, the Lord's saying, if you will get honest with you, I'll bring you on through. Because the Lord says, time's a wasting. <clears throat> you're not waiting on God. He's waiting on you. Okay, to decide whether you want to change or not. But before we get started, I want to make a few announcements quickly if I can. Um, if any of you knew my good friend Chris Carter, um, they buried him. I thought it was about a week ago. They actually did it day before yesterday or yesterday. And um, a lot of us weren't able to attend. And so um, his wife is having his celebration of life service online, but also in person in, I think, Gainesville, Florida, um, this Saturday. And so if you guys, thank you guys. That helps me a lot. Um, if you want to attend online, please go over to discovertheheavens.org and uh, notate that that streaming uh, link. You'll be able to attend online and pay your respects there. But he was just a dear friend and, and such a loving, loving guy. And he and I would banter online. He's been on the show numerous times. Um, a lot of people are giving him uh they're paying tribute to him and his life of love and his walk with angels. And man, is he speaking to them now? But he was such a dear friend. So please consider attending. But <clears throat> also, please consider, if you will, donating to his wife, Melissa, and their children because um, he was the main breadwinner in that family. And so we're praying for her too. We love her too. And so. That's, I'll leave that with you. You pray that up the Lord, but <clears throat> I'm sorry for my voice. Where are you presently? Where are you presently? And Reuben's going to walk with us through today's conversation. So if you know anything about the tribe of Reuben, month of July, and you have to understand everything about the 12 tribes of Israel. Every one of them depict an aspect of God's personality. So every one of us were made in our father's image, right? And so we're, we're attributes of his heart. And so when you're called to be an armor bearer of God's heart, then you're close to pretty, you're close to deep truth. Therefore, I can't help but be myself 
And I find in the church, a lot of people are underneath this death structure and they'll die for it. I mean, they'll die for it. And where God wants you <clears throat> to be set apart because he set a, set a lot of you apart for the times that we're now living in. And he's trying to bring you out from underneath that thing to where you can actually learn to sing the song of the king. And <clears throat> I am so sorry. <clears throat> they do this to me every time. They don't want me to talk, but I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk. So, um, but anyway, um, the Lord wants you to be uniquely and wonderfully made and who he made you to be. And the only way to do that is to get free from you and to start abiding in him and to come up into his true heart. Isn't that where we're all going back to <clears throat> the ancient of days? So it's to learn and, it, and you're having to forcefully learn to practice his ways. I don't know about you. That's what I'm having to learn. Practicing the ways of Yahweh. So you should have entered into C3 <clears throat> that started June 30th was a crossover day into July with chamber three of God's heart month of July tribe of Reuben, where you hopefully are advancing and coming out of strange fire. Okay. It means you're going higher. You crossed over and are now walking through Holy ghost fire for the next three months. So you spent the last three months in strange fire and you're now entering into Holy ghost fire. <clears throat> and Father, we take authority over the word weapons that they're using against me, against the anointing nullified, 1 Corinthians 1, 19. If zero man has zero power over God, we thank you, Father God, identifying all those word weapons spoken by people from today back to Adam and Eve. Matthew 24, 36, struck down, Job 36, 32. Overruled, overturned, Acts 24, 14. Thank you, God. So, <clears throat> you know, I do appreciate that, Father. Um. You know, this is something else, too. What I'm seeing in the body of Christ right now is a defiance. And I don't know what people think they're going to prove to a holy God. I'm being honest. I don't know what people think they're going to prove. I'm going to get you, God. Oh, wow. <clears throat> I guess you got him. Because it's a, it's a bad attitude. It's a defiance and a rebellion in the body of Christ where people are like, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And I'm going to be, I'm fine the way I am. But yet nothing's going right in that land. Everything is being decimated by the enemy and people are dying and to defend that attitude. And God's saying, I love you enough to bring you out and bring you through if you'll listen to me. And so we're dealing with the major component in this part of God's heart that we're dealing with this season is jealousy, envy, and covetousness. That's the testing for this year. That's the testing season. Are people jealous of you because of what you have? Because of the power you carry. They want to be you. But yet they don't want to get their butts in and get cleaned up to, so they can come through. And I can't walk your walk for you. Nobody can walk anybody's walk for another person. So I, I'm tired of hearing myself say these things over and over again. And I'm sure God is too. I'm, tired of he I'm sure he's tired of listening to himself talk because the body seems to be just wanting to uh, stay stuck in these attributes of the flesh. And God's like, okay. You get to stay stuck there. But for those who are obedient, the few, I'm going to bring them out and through. Which brings us to this place where you're fighting God. Those of you who choose to stay stuck, you're fighting God. And God's going to let you squawk and squawk and stay there until you get so sick and tired of being there 
that you'll be willing to do whatever it is he tells you to do to come out and through because it's fixing to cost some of you. And I'm not being, I'm not going to feel bad for telling you the truth. This is just what he's saying right now. For those of you who have paid a price, you're probably very fatigued in this moment, but you've crossed over onto the level God has you now walking through. And there's a lot of good news for you today. Um, if you're going to be inspected by God on this 9th of Ab, I believe, what is it, Brenda, on the, is at the end of August, we move into the feast. Hey, greetings from South Africa, or to South Africa. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm not in South Africa. You guys are. I just read it right off the screen, but greetings. Uh, but if you're going to find yourself approved by God, you're going to have to get cleaned up from you. And that's the only key that's going to allow you to be. Thank you so much. Wow, really? The 27th of July. 9th of Av is the 27th of the July for 2023. Which means that... Um, Hold on one second. All things reinstated, nullified, blocked, Genesis 8 too. Thank you, God. Can't rebuild something God has torn down. I don't know what to tell you. Um, so, 9th of Av, 27th of July, is the day you get to see if you were approved to come on through. And a lot of people are balking at that, saying, well, who do you, I mean, who does she think she is? Who are you to set that standard? I didn't. I didn't. That's just what God's been revealing to me the last mm, 15 years, maybe longer, 20. That's the pattern I've noticed about God's heart. And so what I've noticed is as we we come up higher into the light and they come up into the darkness, the enemy comes up into the darkness, what happens is that now we're fighting for whose kingdom's going to come. And that's where we're coming into co-creating with God. And we're coming into this place where are you are you trying to build in your flesh with your zodiac clock with your own self? Or are you truly saying what God says? Are you building in what Christ does and what Christ said you could become? Because if the king didn't say it, guess what? Lamentations 3, 30, 70, 38, it has to fall to the ground. It has to fall to the ground. And so you can't build. God says only the Lord builds a house. And all those who build theirs alone, labor and bay. Man, there's somebody really. God bless these people. So what you're stepping out into now, if you know anything about Reuben, he was firstborn. He was also led by his emotions and flesh. And so part of coming up into the spirit of God is not being led by your emotions. Welcome, everybody, if you're just joining us this afternoon. It's not being led by your emotions. And so this next three months, the part of your testing will require you to purposefully step up and out of your emotions and not letting them get the best of you. That's part of working your way through C or this part of C3. That's only this, this part of the quadrant. You've got th- two more sections after this that you've got to overcome. And you have to have been, so you understand that each section of God's heart every month is a stepping stone into the next stepping stone. You understand that, right? So you don't get to, we don't get to just make up the rules as we go along and look at the Bible and say, well, God said this over here so I can do it. I can do it. No, it's not. 
it's done through revelation. It's done through confirmation. And, and God confirms himself in twos or more. But it's also understanding the ways of God and the ways that he does a thing. But And a lot of people are saying, well, we've never had to do this before. No, actually, we were doing this before, moving through the seasons of God's heart. But it was a natural thing before the witchcraft came on the scene and interrupted our time. If you know anything, I believe it is. Let me look this up before I tell you this. Uh, I want to make sure I quote this right. <clears throat> Here it is. Thanks, God. Get off my screen. I want to see if it, there it is. It is truth, Proverbs 9. There's a, a part where the enemy came in, or scripture where the enemy came in, and he's testing our times and our laws. He came to steal our times and test us and change our times and laws. He's doing it in the natural and he's doing it by the spirit because he's trying to get us out of time. Okay. So if he's trying to get us out of time, I want to find this for you. I d I'm determined to find this for you. They're like, Dr. Missy, just get on with it. No, I really want to find this scripture because it's important. <clears throat> um, but if he's trying to, to change the times and laws He's trying to do it by the spirit. I'll have to do it another time. But um, so that when I saw that scripture, I realized that a lot of the body doesn't even realize that they're being uh, they're being they're having their time manipulated. They don't even realize it. So, yes, we used to actually maneuver through the heart of God normally. And we're going to go back to that once God breaks us completely through and we'll go back to advancing like we used to. What makes it hard right now on a lot of you and why you haven't been able, hey there, Connie, why you haven't been able to keep up and got, why you've gotten behind is because the last 10 or 15, actually 15 years, God's been having a skip levels above the witchcraft. We're not just skipping. Or we're not just going one level at a time like we used to do. He's got us skipping like sometimes hundreds of levels, hundreds of levels. That's why he's using the front runners to do this. And you want us to do our job so that you can break through because eventually you will break through. And let me tell you, we catch pure hell from the witchcraft. For trying to do what God's called us to do. Not just the occult, but the, some of the witchcraft in you. Because there are so many people vying for power. And by the way, this new, pla this new place, you might as well put your politics aside. Put your cliques aside. Because there's no room for it <clears throat> in this new place God's called us to abide. And I've been thinking about that the last two days. All the politics and all the witchcraft in the church right now. Woo, these people are in for a rude awakening. And you're thinking, well, you just need to do this like this. You need to do this like that. Well, no, actually, you need to change because you won't be going into the new place unless you do. Because God says, I don't have room for you or your ways like that. I, and the Lord won't. He won't. But God wants his whole family near him. He wants everybody to feel like they have a place to belong. So this isn't about you. Love is never just about me. Love is always others oriented. So we're trying to be inclusive in everything that we do. However, <clears throat> this first group going through, if that's you, I hope it is you. God bless you if it is. It's been a heck of a test, hasn't it? It's been a heck of a test trying to climb up and into God's best. But God bless you for staying the course because God's going to help you. So, you know, it's interesting. <clears throat> I am so sorry. If you are being inspected by God 
then you're going to notice your testings this month are going to be against your emotions. They're going to be forcing you <clears throat> to deal with yourself. And I had a situation happen yesterday where I got really triggered by something and I was so mad and I had to keep it to myself. And the Holy Spirit told me immediately, go. I was at the gym and he said, go get on that bike and put praise on. Put your praise on now. <clears throat> put your praise on right now. And I did it. I obeyed. Because I knew praise was going to be the only thing that got me up in the spirit. And once I did, I repented. And I immediately got into praise and God to bring me, God began to pull me up out of my flesh, which I knew I'd gotten gotten caught up in the Reuben, the Reuben test. <clears throat> and, and this is the only way, by the way, praise is the only way you're going to make it through this month, by the way. You're going to have to keep yourself in praise and to keep yourself above your emotions. Because if you don't, you're going to get caught up in them and you're going to make some dumb choices. I'm not being rude. I'm being honest, honest engine. If people offend you, if my truth offends you, then you have some deliverance that you need to do. Because by this point in the ball game, this level of truth should not offend you. If you've been coming out and coming through, matter of fact, you should be hungry for it more. You should be getting more hungry. And, and if it's not, then don't look at me. Look at you. Start with you first. Cause God always starts with us first. So in this season, if any supposed believer has, and this is a key, by the way, and this is a warning, but if any believer has the gall to try to come forward in Christ with leaven or sin knowingly, you are truly, as Jesse Duplantis would say, stuck on stupid. You really are foolish. And it's because it's going to cost you. Because the higher the body of Christ comes into the divine, we're beginning to see the truth of God show up like never before, which means all truth is coming into the room to uncover sin. He's trying to get us free from leaven. So if you've got hidden sin and things that you've been involved in before this point in time, and you've been just overlooking it, overlooking it, overlooking it, thinking God is too, God's saying, guess what? No, I've come into the room. And when all truth comes into the room, guess who else comes in? Judgment. The spirit of judgment has to judge. It's the reasoning that we're all walking through this inspection place to see if we're coming up into God's grace. So if you have sin that you've been covering up for years, months, and you know it's there, well, guess what? So does God. So does God. But for those of you who have allowed God to come near and to help clean you up, guess what? God says you've been brought near and are moving into the new because the eye through the eye of the needle, that's God's portion for you. You see, there are many in the body in this hour who want to toy with God's power. They want to. They're testing him. They're rebellious. They're lawless. And they're, they become rancid with leaven. And I know that sounds unappealing to somebody who's thinking, well, if you're stuck in the spirit of religion, you'll know this right away. It'll, it'll be detestable. My words will be, you'll be thinking, let me tell you what you're probably thinking. If you're stuck in the spirit of religion, you're probably thinking, um, I can't believe that she would say that. That doesn't seem like something that's professional. But why should that truth offend you when love is unoffendable? It should be like refreshing to see truth walk into the room. 
as we get free from us because God's ready for us to get here. Um, so we're moving through the eye of the needle and God's saying, you don't want to toy with me or especially my power. Because the Lord says many that do that in this hour are probably going to get sent to heaven early. Ooh, that's a hard word. That's what he said, though. He said, they've gotten so rancid with leaven that they're about to get sent to heaven early <clears throat> because they won't listen to me. And the Lord says, I've been trying and I've been trying desperately to get their attention to say, hey, I'm here. I mean, I'm near, says the Lord. He goes, I'm near. He goes, but just because you think you want power or that you need more power behind your prayers, attaining it is going to come at a cost in order for you to come near. Every one of the Davids that is a front runner in this hour, thank you, Lord, where they have, they haven't wanted the power. Not I didn't, I didn't even think about that. that was the farthest thing, actually. Um, I was just trying to make sure I was staying aligned, I guess and aligned in time and but every one of these davids are finding that there's a cost to coming up higher there's a cost to coming into this new place and if that's you you've learned to put down your ways in order to come into the ancient of days again and so the the things that are that you thought were important are no longer important because you realize what it's cost you and your love has turned off of you and onto others. That's the way love is. It's focused. It's others oriented. It's no longer. I me, my mind. <clears throat> but if you think you want more power, you need more power behind your prayers. Attaining more power will cost you something to come near the king. And even you leaders, the Lord says you need to count the cost. Because coming up higher is going to cost your entire congregation something to climb higher into the divine. It also means for the disobedient that those that have chosen chosen to come forward in front of you have unknowingly placed you into the crosshairs of God. Wow, I thought that too when I when I heard that today. <clears throat> because God is no respecter of person. So what he does for one, he does for all. So whatever level of the mountain you settled on because of your sin or your leaven, when one person breaks through, it pulls the whole body up into heaven. It happens on earth as it is in heaven. It'll pull your whole bloodline forward. That's why your cloud of witnesses root you on. They want you to succeed. They're like, yeah, come on, come on. What he, what he does for you, he does for me. But the thing is, is those that are disobedient and who have chosen to stay earthbound, the Lord says, guess what? I've got to judge where you're at if you've chosen to act like a clown. So the obedient are causing the entire body of Christ to come up and into the inspection place of the king to see if we pass inspection or if we're going to do another thing. <clears throat> meaning will you come into judgment or do you pass on through because this is the place that God's bringing everyone into because passing inspection while getting cleaned up will mean a new level of ruling and reigning as we move through God's clock that's the next place we'll be stepping into 
It's the tribe of Simeon, where all things are made new. Do you understand that every month everything's made new? It's made new for you. And so as you get cleaned up and you step into these new levels of God's personality, if you've chosen to come up, you get to experience them at a whole new in a whole new dimension, which it's a higher level of uh, of God's spirit that you're walking into. So this next month, <clears throat> if you've been obedient, it's the place right before the feast. Do you understand how significant that is? It's a place right before the feast where there's a new door, which only the king can open. So some of you have been here before, says the Lord. And although you've come to the feast tired, the bridegroom awaits because you've kept your lanterns lit with new oil. And God says, I'm not going to be late. I've got your, I've got my scepter, my sword, my robe, not torn. Lord says, I'm not forlorn. I'm not in grief or grave clothes. I'm looking for a bride. I'm giddy and I'm joyful. I'm, I know she's been transformed. These are the ones who are coming forward. And God knows who has chosen to go through this year's testings, readying them for the new. Because once C3 is complete, <clears throat> that grouping will then enter into the governmental level of Gad which will be the crossover place for C4. And many, many, many will enter into their new door. Stay with me. But the best news of the day <clears throat> is that this grouping has learned that although there were many enemies on the side, on this side of the test, those enemies will not enter in or be able to stop you from moving into God's best. That's because this new grouping of warriors have learned God's ways over man's. And we've learned how to triumph like you once did before. Lord says, yes, you've been here before spiritually. This is not new. This place that God is bringing you into. Lord says it's a place of pure nobility, truth and honor that God has bestowed upon you. Lord says, keep coming, keep coming, keep entering into Keep getting free, says the Lord, because I'm now clothing you for war. Glory, honor, and praise is the sign that you're coming back to the ancient of days. And this is how you'll know that you've entered in. Where many of you will begin to win again. And I thought that was fascinating when he said that. Because I, when I got through writing this, I thought, gosh, you're telling us exactly what to expect in the next three months. So that means you should be coming up into higher firepower automatically because you've chosen love above anything, especially above your flesh. And a lot of people, you know, I had somebody, one of my mentors uh, <clears throat> was speaking into my life and, and they've been talking to me about love and talking to me about love and talking to me about love and talking to me about love. And, and I get it, you know, and I'm, you think you get it, but what we don't understand is until God gives us the revelation about what he means, coming up into love is choosing love's ways. Choosing love's ways. And that's what brings you back to the ancient of days. You've got to purposefully practice it to come out of your flesh. And see, the problem is that so many people like the sin. 
They don't think it matters to God. And God's like, yeah, then you won't enter in. You won't enter in. And so this is the new place we find ourselves. We have so many people and things aren't going well. They're not going well for them. And so why do you think that's so? It's because man thinks he has a say-so in the way he should go. And God's like, that's not true. If you say you're mine and you're saying that you want me to bring you through, then you're going to do what I say and do what I do, not what you think you should do. Which brings us to 1 Chronicles 11, 1 through 12, 18, why some people become leaders. Did it cost you something to stand here, truly? Or did you put yourself there? Because God has chosen Certain people in this day and hour to become his leadership because he chose them in a very, very special way. To equip them for the days they're now leading others through and into. God also has anointed them for a special work as he anointed you. And you know, it's interesting to me because what's hard about the days we find ourselves in as sheep is that God seems to be calling us into all truth in a world that fights to keep truth from us. Have you noticed that? And so it amazes me <clears throat> why the sheep get so offended by truth. But if they did it with Jesus, they're going to do it with you. And, it, and it's interesting to me too, the people that come on this channel and they watch and they watch the replays, it's amazing to me. We find the same people coming back and they come back because they're getting fed and they're starting to get free. Starting, you're starting to get free. It's because there's a deliverance anointing here. But the people that get offended and they start fighting us by the Spirit, like because we get all kinds of crud in the Spirit, where they start fighting with their witchcraft, and I'm going to show you. And you're not fighting me. I'm not offended, buddy. I'm not offended. I don't think you are my buddy or my brother or my sister. But it's like they're they're fighting God. They literally are fighting God. And so a lot of people have had to learn that the hard way. And determined to show me that their ways are better than than mine well i'm not trying to prove anything to anybody and actually you're not showing me anything i'm just following the divine so if my ways offend you then you're actually offended by his ways because his ways are tried and true and i if you know anything about god god says i'm not changing (laughs) i don't ever change says the lord but for you you must (laughs) if you're going to come and sup with me so anyway, this is where we're at. God's chosen people for this time. And he's trying to show us how the church should look right now. How he wants it to look on earth. Will the church rise back up into the truth lest they first get free? Will they choose, choose to obey him or will they stay stuck because they're determined to stay like they are and not get free from the things that so easily beset them? So, It's because God is saying this over and over and over again. You must get free from yourself in order to come near me. You have to. And I think he's tired of hearing himself talk. Because the Lord's saying, your ways have gotten you into ways unlike my own, which have pulled you out of the divine. And so the Lord says, many of you have been crying out for uh, revival in time, and you're trying to 
I enter into this new place and you're waiting for me expectantly, says the Lord, but I'm waiting for you to change. That's what's going to bring me near you in order for a revival to happen amongst you. Is you to come out away from you and step into me, says the Lord. So this is actually how David came to the throne. And it's where the flesh was placed in contrast because David knew that in order to come through, he had to do things God's way. And when I read that, I thought, even he got it right. David knew what it took to dwell near Yahweh. So he obeyed and he inquired of the Lord every day. Do you? Do you? And and he included God in everything he did. And I know that for a lot of you, you're thinking, I don't have time for that. I'm too busy. I, I'm... I've got 50 zillion things going on. I have a busy job. I have a, whole, I have a family to take care of. Well, that would seem like it would be all the more important to include him in everything that you did. To make it second nature to you. God, what do you have to say about that? God, what do you have to say about that? He'll tell you. When he knows you're used to asking him, you don't even have to say that anymore. It just happens. You've, you're acquiring his mind. So he's thinking through you. And you're doing things as only he would do. Because you're learning his ways. Which it Drawing you back into the ancient of days. But it's in all that you do. So your whole life becomes a prophetic walk in every single thing you do, say, and pray. Doesn't matter where he takes you. So David knew this. How did David find this out? David got to know his sheep, his men, his fighting men, in a very different way. And he bonded with them. Leaders, do you become bonded with your people Do you get to know them in a very uh, loving way? Do you know them through the heart of God? Where their their wounds are there. You rejoice with them when they rejoice and you grieve with them when they grieve. Is that how you lead? Because that's how this new company of men and women are going to be used by God in the days ahead. And it's not uh, he said, she said. Or an at a girl, at a boy type of attitude. I'm not going to agree with you just because you think I should. My allegiance is only to him first. So every one of you then have put God first things first. He's in. He's first in everything that you do. Everything. And people know you by that. Because they're realizing that you're true to the king. Only, not man. But David bonded with them, not by religion, but by the heart of love in Yahweh. And and David knew his men had truly laid down their lives for one another. But more importantly, they too, they had put down their loving and were willing to give it all up. Because they knew this is what it was going to take to come up. And so this is the trait of nobility. And it helped them to stand tall. And they've got victory after victory after victory because they were willing to pay the cost of it all. See, there's a cost for coming up. There's a cost for standing up for what's right. In the face of adversity where you have to put up a fight. I'm not trying to rhyme. It's just coming out. Um, and lately he's been doing that a lot. A lot. Um, and I'm glad you're here, God. Thank you for being here. But you, that's the truth, man. You're, you're going to know if you're going to stand up for truth in this hour. God says, if you want to walk in power, then stand in love's ways and quit compromising because of your fear of what will cost you. 
quit walking away, walking in and walking out, walking in and walking out when it's convenient for you. Start being tried and true and stand up and watch the true nobility of God come up over you, says the Lord. Hi, Patty. But the Lord says it's not what a thing is or does that impresses me. Or my leaders, my true leaders, says the Lord. It's not what a thing is or does that impresses us. It's what a thing costs a person. The Davids that God is raising up in this hour, the true Davids, have not gotten caught up in other people's offenses of the past. They've had extreme wisdom to know which battles to step into because all along they've sought the king's song in his heart to see what God would say from the start. They're not getting caught up in your stuff just because you think they should. I don't. If somebody tells me their offenses, okay, I've had to tell it this last week. I don't want to hear about that. If you haven't sought your brother out to make it right, don't talk to me about it. Not my fight. I can't make your wrongs right. (laughs) Only you can by choosing God's ways. So these new people, these new Davids, their pathways have been clean which have led them into greener pastures. Do you understand that the more you choose purity, the more you choose uh, righteousness, the more you choose love, the more uh, deeply God can bring you closer to himself, which is into heaven. You're starting to walk out heaven on earth, on earth as it is in heaven. And so you're getting out all the leaven, you're getting out you, and you're coming up into where God meant for you to dwell near him. But they weren't like Reuben. David wasn't like Reuben. Pardon me, he didn't let his emotions lead him. And or his unhealed areas lead him. <clears throat> now one time he did. When he wasn't obedient and doing what God told him to do. See, that's what disobedience can cost you. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. Disobedience is so critical in the sour because the things that we don't think matter can cost you your future. They can cost you your future. Um, and they can hinder you from coming up in the higher firepower. But the only thing that matters in this hour is the wisdom of God. And what God has to say or has led them to in this particular place of Yahweh. And many leaders right now are coming through out of the old and into the new because many of these leaders, this is what's key for this hour by the way they've let god shake their tree <clears throat> pardon me to see if others around them would be coming with thee but alas many have had to cut ties because some that they thought were true were too caught up in the devil's lies is that you people around you seeing that you're changing <clears throat> heard me have you ever heard of me <clears throat> I'm so sorry. We have all this stuff in the atmosphere, so it's hindering allergies and stuff. But have you, have you ever heard of me talk about the analogy of the two birds of a feather flock together? Two peas in a pod. Two wrongs make a right. Wrong. Wrong. Because when one of those birds starts flying another direction, you see the other one catapulting because he cannot deal with the changes that the first one's going through. <clears throat> we see this in the church. 
We see this in jobs. We see this in families, friendships, where you've been with people for so long. But when if my friends start going a different way other than the way of Yahweh, I've got to cut ties. I've got to cut ties. And it's because I'm not going to be led astray. <clears throat> and I'm not going to get caught up in that two wrongs make a right mentality. Oh, let's just both get into sin and be attaboys and attagirls with each other. And let's just agree with each other and get this apparatus of religion so that we can stay the same. That means we'll be okay. No, that means you're getting left behind. Together, you're getting left behind. And you're causing each other to get left behind because you're agreeing with each other's sin. So I don't understand this mentality of these different leaders and these different people who think that, you know, I'm okay, you're okay, we're all okay. No, you're not okay if you're not moving forward in time. And and you may think you are because everybody's agreeing with you, but guess who's getting left behind and losing firepower? That's a key that you notice about this new hour. Wow. So it's an important place we find ourselves in in time. This year especially, above any other year. Above any other year, this year especially. Will we choose our flesh or will we choose the divine? And as we all approach this important inspection point, only God can approve. Who comes in and who stays out? But in this place, where are you? Where are you? Are you able to get honest with yourself? Are you able to see the things that have held you back? That you haven't been willing to deal with in times past? Do you have an anger problem? I've had to deal with mine. I've had some unrighteous things come at me in the last two or three years. Very unrighteous people. Pretending. The great pretenders. But you know what? You can't get stuck in all that stuff. You've got to move on. Because what's more important is staying aligned with God and singing God's song. Love's song. And I'm not going to let anybody steal my future from me. But the way you know, the Lord says, are you growing in stature? Is my power behind you or are you losing ground? Are you digressing? Because if you're of the spirit of David, you should be triumphant over your enemies. And not in an arrogant way, but you should be letting me fight your battles for you this day. And watch me help you win, says the Lord, just like I did him back then. In this place, the Lord says, you need to know. Nobody can manipulate their way through <clears throat> as they go. It's all about the heart and what it says to the Lord. And love should be the most powerful theme that you're using all the way through. So this, the key to passing this part of the test is to, because of what I'm noticing, that God is allowing, like I said at the very beginning of the conversation, there's a lot of jealousy, envy, and covetousness. Uh, that have been hitting us with all year. The enemy's been hitting us with. And guess who they're coming with? It's through people with the spirit of religion and witchcraft. The Sauls. I call them the Sauls. Just like Saul chased David. This is what's coming at those of you who are trying to come out and through. And the problem is it's because they want what you have but aren't willing to pay the price that you paid to attain moving on through. Because remember I told you this will cost you something. In order to move this direction. And the Lord says even though you're fatigued. Or you feel like you're in a lull. In this new place you've gained insight. Understanding. And you've come into a place of knowing. 
from where your help comes from, which is only from above. It's not based in the flesh or anything that you could do, but your help is based on the one that you're entering into. You understand? As you're coming up higher into him, he said, that's where your power comes from. Is from me, says the Lord, not you. That's why I tried to get you released from your earth suit so that you could see what I'm taking you into. Which brings us to Acts 28, 1 through 31. It talks about the unsaved helping you, Paul. And why should it surprise us that unbelievers or the natives would show kindness to us? Why would that be so surprising, man? Because anyone with a heart can be inspired by God to help when the season calls for it. And what we're seeing in this hour is you have a lot of people to me that are looking from the sidelines and things aren't going well for them either. And so they're thinking, what is up with all this? What is up with all this craziness around us and the lack of truth? So I'm seeing it come from every direction now where people are looking for the answers to life's tough questions that have been going on around them. And if you remember, even in Balaam's day, you know, if God can use a donkey to speak to Balaam or the false prophets, the religious, those who refuse to come on through, then he can use anyone to help you. We can't limit him. You understand? We can't limit God. And we don't need to be placing our limitations. I don't, And I think this is because this is just me saying this, in my opinion. I think it has to do with the fact that you don't know who to trust in this hour. Who do you trust? Because everybody seems so messed up by all the calamity that's been going on around us, around the world. And the Lord said, how will you know my people? By my love. You'll know my true people by my love. And so what the enemy's trying to get us stuck in, though, He's trying, for one, to get us, keep us from the truth because he knows that without the truth, we won't know what's going on or know what to do. And, and then he's trying to keep you from God's truly anointed by having people that practice witchcraft hold back God's presence from you like they're doing right now. Shattered, Exodus 32, 19. Get off my vessel. In Jesus' name, fall to the ground. Lamentations 3, 30, 70, 38. Thank you, Lord. Bless those people's head, hands, feet, and mouth with all their own words. 1 Corinthians 13, 13. But this happened to Paul when he was bitten. Because if Satan can't win against you when he acts like a lion, a roaring lion trying to devour you, he'll turn back into his truest sense of self, which is a serpent, to misalign you. Okay, what does that mean? This is interesting because just yesterday I was told a story by a friend about a lady who picked up a snake as a pet and she petted it and she loved on it and she tried to change it, tried to treat it well. But the problem with that is, is at the end of the day, guess what? The snake bit her. You want to know why? Because a snake will always be a snake. The enemy will always be the enemy. The enemy comes in and flows through vessels that don't get healed and then we expect, we think, but they're a Christian. Oh, I'm, I'm giving you some real stuff right now. Um, but they're a Christian. They love me. No, they don't. They don't know him. They're being their truest sense of self. That is their heart condition. Let God shake your tree from them. Get free. If people aren't speaking the truth of God to you, guess who they serve? 
they serve themselves or Satan. That's the king of this world. That's the only two other options. So God said, how do you know my people? By my love. So why would you, Christian, allow others in this season around you when God has used you and he's taken you through so much deliverance and cleanup, why would you allow others in and around you who had bad fruit to bite you when God has been cleaning you up? Or why would you go back to those who have chosen not to come up like a dog to its vomit? Why would you do that? Remember when I was talking to you a couple weeks back and I said, if God's cleaned you up, don't go back to Egypt. Don't go back to Egypt. Stay free from those people. And if they're choosing, this is the hard part of your test that you're coming into. I can't believe you have me say this, but this is the truth. Not everybody can go where God is taking you. You understand? And that's something you need to drill into your head and get discipline over because they're going to try to come in and they're going to pray witchcraft prayers against you. By the way, that's, that's, a, that's a big deal happening in the church right now. They try to manipulate each other by praying against your emotions. That's Reuben. Reuben's talking to you. Don't get caught up in what I did. I lost my birthright. So that's what Reuben's saying. Don't lose your birthright. Don't lose this new place God's trying to bring you in. But the Lord's saying... <clears throat> Not everybody can come with you for where I'm bringing you. I'm only bringing you to come through the eye of the needle because you can't walk everybody else's walk for them. And that's been one of the hardest things, I think, for Christians to wrap their heads around. I don't want to rhyme there. They they keep thinking people are going to change. Oh, if I love them a little bit more, a snake will always be a snake. You understand? Unless they've had a revelation from God and a wake-up call like Paul. Where God blinded them on the road and then God had to set them free from it all. But some will turn into who they've always been when they don't get their way. Give them to God and come on through. Because soon enough, God is going to show you who is who. Do you understand? Do you realize that in past seasons where God has told me to get away from people and I've obeyed every single time I've tried to obey, they they didn't understand it. They, they called me a bad friend. They said, we don't understand you. You're, it was in my family. Some of them, we don't understand you. We shared the last name. I don't care if, if you're not getting free from you, then I'm going on through. I'll do this without you with him. Because with him, I win. But why are you surprised when people reject the truth? Don't be so surprised when people reject the truth. If this happened in Paul's day, it's going to happen in ours. Because when truth walks into the room, people have to decide. You understand? People have to decide for themselves who they're going to serve. Themselves or will they learn to abide in him? Jesus, come up higher to where they can see again. This is where the church finds themselves in. And if you notice, we get a lot more replays and people come on live. They get, I don't know why I'm not offended, but it's, it's just like people are so afraid of the truth. They, they act like if they hide from the truth, it's going to go away. Truth is not going away. People he's drawing near. 
He's trying to bring our country back to us. If we'll learn to listen to him again. But the Lord says, for you, if you've chosen to come near me, keep witnessing and allowing me to bless the words that you speak. The truth as I please. Come on, Reuben. Put your emotions down and keep pressing on through. Which brings us to Psalms 9, 1 through 12. Praising God versus the flesh. Who do you praise? What do you praise? Because it, truth is hard to listen to. Truth is hard to listen to. And, and let me tell you, when I sit in a sermon and the, the, the pastor's getting up into my mix, I'm thinking, whoo! But I know it's the truth, so I have to go deal with me. It behooves us to deal with us. You understand that? It behooves us to get real with ourselves and quit making excuses for our own bad behavior patterns. Because in this hour, as we get closer to him, it's fixing to cost some people. And I think for the ones, unless you've been affected by it, they have a hard time believing that it's going to cost them something. But start asking around. Start allowing God to start listening when he's putting people in your past saying, you don't want to do that. I did that before. Don't ever do that to God. Don't ever do that to God. If you've never been disciplined by God, you do not want to challenge a holy God. Not in this hour. But this Psalm 9, 1 through 12, actually is where David won a great victory for God. Actually, God won a great victory through David. And God had maintained David's cause because David was in the will of God. Are you? And how do you know that you're going out and through? Because you're learning to seek. You're, first of all, you're learning to get free. And then when you get free, your gifts get cleaned up. Your mind gets cleaned up to where you can hear and think like him. And you actually allow him to draw closer to you to where he can flow through you. So you're hearing him clearly, more clearly than you used to. That's how you know you're in the will of God. But other than that, you're just with yourself 24-7, so you think you're okay. That's why I tell everybody, deliverance ministers are your best friend today. So, when we're outside of God's will, a key to finding out where you stand is that you won't win. Nothing you do goes right. And then you, you don't enter in, and you think you're okay. Well, I'm listening to all these these revs and I'm listening to all this stuff I must be going through no not without deliverance you're not you're just staying on that level circling you're cycling and you're going through the same things year after year nothing changes for you aren't you tired of this pattern man but David knew that this was the key to being in victory it was all about the choices he chose daily which include the promise where God looks ahead to see Who's entering into him or his heart, which actually takes prayer. How much prayer do you participate in? Spending time with God to better understand as he looks ahead to see uh, who's practicing his ways and what God has to say about a thing, which means you have to get free from yourself if you're to hear correctly and and enter in because the flesh convolutes everything. You understand? I used to always think, have you ever been in those times in your life where you're praying over something 
and and you were so sure what you were hearing was right that you were praying over. Have you ever been in that place? And then it never comes to pass. It didn't come to pass. And then you think God's betrayed you. Oh, God, you're a liar. I prayed your word, and it didn't come to pass. You better be glad it didn't come to pass. You better be doggone glad getting outside of God's will and getting yourself in a mess. See, God sometimes will save you from you. Some of you single people out there praying, having the audacity. I've had this happen to me, too. They come up to me. God told me I was going to marry you. You need to get away from me with your crazy self. Get away from me. Take your crazy somewhere else. God didn't tell me. Go away. You're weird. People like that are weird. God brings two people together himself. And it's actually in love. It's If it's him. Everything else is like an arranged marriage. When people think that they're, that people try to play Cupid. I've had people try to do that to me too. I don't care if I'm being used as an example. I've had, I've offended pastors before. Busy, I think I'm going to set you up. No, you're not. You can, I won't show up. <laughs> don't play Cupid with me. My love life's none of your business. Back off, Jackson. So it's things like that. People like that that have problems with manipulation and control. And they won't admit it to themselves. But they think your your business is their business for them to stick their nose into. And we've got that problem in the church right now with everything everybody's doing. They think because they've got a little bit of power with these fivefold giftings. I can see into your world. I can see you're lonely. Well, so what? Pray for me. Pray that God helps become my my one and only. Wouldn't that be the best thing? Because only he knows what's best for me. Only God knows what's best for me. And you. So instead of manipulating each other with all of our fivefold giftings, how about we start learning to get free from ourselves and our flesh, which flows through these things, these gifts. And we actually allow him to use the thing he's equipped us with. They're his gifts, they're his gifts anyway, right? So only he knows how they should go and how they should flow. Because he's the spirit that gave them to us, right? He made us, only he knows. It just amazes me. So people won't get free from themselves. And and then the flesh convolutes everything. And we wonder why the church is such a mess. With all of its demons from bloodline cursings that hinder everybody from seeing God's best. Or hinder people from seeing the truth of God. And where we can know his will and his ways. Where we actually can come back to the ancient of days. That's how you come into the presence of the king. So you're getting free from you and you're learning to sing what the king sings. Only saying what he says and what he prays. I'm not praying my prayers anymore. I'm not praying the prayers of Dr. Melissa. I'm not seeking what I want in a time because it's a waste of time. Why do you want to waste your time anymore? Oh, God, please rescue me. For Don't get me wrong. I know you have needs. God knows you have needs. He's already met them. Long before you came to ask, he promised you that in his word. But everything else, you need to ask him what he has to say about it. Because he knows the end from the beginning. He knows how to get you there. You'll save time, years and years of time. Wouldn't you rather be on with your next thing than wasting years praying about a thing? And if he tells you to let go of people, if you're a single person, they're not mine for you. Let go. Move on to the next thing. You'll be closer than you knew to your true one and only. 
Letting him finish your story instead of you trying to get all the glory. Look what we did. We found each other. The next thing you're going through divorce. No. Wonder why divorce rates are so high in the church? People marrying the wrong people. Manipulating through Jezebel. God told me I was going to marry you. How about I slap you in the next week? Get away from me. You're weird. I don't care. This is the kind of truth we need to be having in the church. And people, they don't like this. They don't like this. They're like, where's the love in that? There's a lot of love in being blunt with people. A lot of love. Jesus was very, very blunt with the tax, or, or not the tax collectors, but yeah, them too. But with the people, the money changers in his temple. He said, I'm not buying your brand of love. You don't represent me. You're selling your wares, yourself. You're selling yourself. You're not bringing people to me. You're all about you. You want to become a David? Get away from you. So, if you want to stay stuck, instead of coming into the fruitful places where you be, you can begin again <clears throat> with God moving by your side, moving you through your land. Lord says, then get away from the enemy's heart and get into mine. Your flesh is the enemy's heart. You were born into sin. I was born into sin. That's the zodiac sign. That's your man's nature versus God redeeming you with the Maseroth, laying his super on your natural, moving you into the 12 characteristics of God through the 12 tribes of Israel yearly. Guess what? Those are transformational months. Every month, we've got a new chance to start again with a new part of his heart. Guess what? You get to enter in. And as we show up, God will continue to clean us up so you can come up and get seated beside the king. How do you think you learn to rule and reign with him? It allows you to see a thing as he sees it. and allows us to come out and truly operate in the good, the pure, and the lovely. The good, the pure, and the lovely, the power, and the stature that David walked through. Or with. He knew how to walk with God. David knew how to walk with God. I don't think he was a perfect person, which is the best part about David. I love Peter. I love Paul. And I like David. It took me a while to like Paul. But I really like Paul. Paul, to me, at first was headstrong. And he thought he, he came out of killing Christians. And then he wanted to save Christians. And it was kind of hard for me to buy that. And then once I, I saw his heart in it, he really knew the word. Paul knew the word. But sometimes we can know the word too well. And we can be under religion spell where we forget to look into the heart of God, the heart of a thing, and to hear what the king would sing. Because only God knows how a thing should be, how a ministry should be, how a heart should be. The end of the thing. He Only he knows how to get us there. So wouldn't you rather save time Fine. I'm I'm time I'm a results driven personality. Tell me the end from the beginning. Save me time. I will love you forever. I will love you forever. <laughs> so anyway, this brings us to Proverbs 19, 1 through 3. As we wrap up today, I want to thank you guys for joining me. I will join back again on Friday and we'll continue the conversation then. I do hope you're I hope that you're encouraged. I was really uh, comforted today to find out this. I thought, wow, I guess we're 
we're we're okay for now and um, we still have some more work to do obviously i'll be, we always will as we're going through but proverbs 19 1 through 3 states this better the poor who walk whose walk is blameless than a fool whose lips are perverse desire without knowledge isn't good and how much more will hasty feet miss the way are you too hasty in your way you get ahead of yahweh but a person's own folly leads to their ruin Yet their heart rages against God. Do you blame God for your own bad decisions? Do you think, well, Lord, if you told me, if you told he was. That small, still voice, he was. Don't marry this person. Don't do that. Listen to me. Don't listen to that counsel. That's ungodly counsel. That's where we get, get in trouble when you have buddy-buddy systems, out of girls, out of boys, and they're giving you wrong counsel because they're telling you what you want to hear instead of what you need to hear. And God's saying, I was trying to tell you the whole time. And you were so determined to hear what you wanted to hear. I just said, okay. Okay, I guess I'll have to take them around the mountain again. We'll go through this again. We'll go through this heartache again. We'll go through this loss again. And maybe one of these days they'll enter in. Maybe. They'll, they'll learn a better way through me. They'll listen to the king. Anyway, I love you guys. I hope this brings encouragement to you. I would be encouraged if I was you. This would mean that you were coming out and through. So with that, I look forward to seeing you Friday. And stay tuned, and we'll be looking for you then. But I love you. I'll talk to you. Bye-bye.